welcome to Life Bearings, where three Canadian alcohol connoisseurs mix life events and libations. Hello, I'm Carla Richards. And I'm Brittany Lacing. And I'm Lena Newman. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, is Life because life is hard so pair with alcohol or music or books or tv or whatever yeah (laughs) uh we got a pretty special thing going on this week yeah yeah new season season two season two baby uh we've if you if you haven't heard if you haven't gathered uh, we have a new uh, podcast member. Used to be friend of the pod. It now is just uh, other gal on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> Random girl on the pod. New gal in yes. town. Uh, Lena. Lena Newman. Hello. Hello. Hello, Lena. <laughs> and everyone. Uh, little back. A little background info. Uh, Lena and I have been friends since the second grade. Long ass time. Long ass 1992. time. 1992. And uh, we all, uh, Carla, when did you meet Lena? Uh, oh, God. In our 20s, maybe? Yeah. Or 20, when yeah, when 22? did you guys work at Safeway? In our 20s. Yeah. It was like early 20s, though, I feel. I feel like we were like. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like we were like 20. I was, yeah, like, I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, I was like 18. I turned 18 working at Safeway. And Lena so. and I had met quite a few times, and then the secret came out. And we were both huge yeah. X Files fans, yeah. and we've been Brittany bonded at the hip like, ever since. Wanted nothing to do with us. I was trying, yeah. yeah, I was trying to keep it at bay, <laughs> keep the dragon at yeah. bay, yeah. so that I didn't have to talk about X Files with two people instead of one. People. And so now, for the last <laughs> how many years? Sixteen years? You had to listen all about David Duchovny and Jillian Anderson. I do yeah. love David Duchovny though, and I love Jillian Anderson. I don't know yes, Jillian Anderson as much in anything. <laughs> like, every time I say this, this is so funny, just so everybody knows. I have never hated X-Files. I quite enjoyed X-Files. I always watched it with Lena. Uh, when Carla true, mentioned she liked true. it, I never said, loser, nerd, never talk to me again. I was always just like, yeah, great show. I just- but you don't love it as much, Brittany. No, I don't have the fan. Right. I'm not a- I'm not like an extreme fan. I don't know every episode. I don't, I have lots of shows I do that with and I understand yeah. it. And I, and I respect yeah. that love. Right. Okay. Is, is that I fair? That. I think that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and, and for, uh, for Lena's accreditation, is that what it's called? She's a bit of a pop culture expert, big on, on uh, music and films and TV yeah, probably mostly no. music, but yeah, I can definitely yeah. Google a lot of things. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? And I will don't sell yourself short because she's been like this since the second grade when we were growing up. Specifically, like anything rap that came out, I remember Lena always had a hook on anything like. Oh um, yeah, I love rap. Any punk new <laughs> punk stuff? Like it's always been underground stuff that nobody else would know about. You know, it's always like she's got some inside hook that no one knows. And, always and you just have a crazy memory for like random facts on that kind of stuff. Right. Things well, I wish I had, yeah, head. no, I do remember weird things. 
Um, <laughs> I wish I had more of that, you know, like in school. I remember more yeah. than, like from high school, but no, it all went to just useless information. That's how I feel, man. I'm always <laughs> like, it's like I can remember like a joke that Rodney Dangerfield told when I wasn't alive, <laughs> but like I couldn't pass math. Like yeah. it's so frustrating to me because I, oh, do you yeah. know what I know? It, I know that I'm capable of it, but that my brain's just like, nah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're not we're doing we're doing old jokes we're not doing math yeah i retain things anyways exactly (laughs) yeah so what you've all obviously heard lena on the podcast if you're uh if you're if you're new to the podcast and this is your first episode welcome Welcome, yes welcome welcome. uh this is a podcast where we uh pair uh life events uh and used to be just with alcohol but we felt with the addition of lena that we should uh, expand our horizons and we felt we could pair life events with all kinds of stuff yeah yeah also i mean still with alcohol if that's your thing yeah 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 and, uh, that's yeah, we're, we're that still makes things a little easier yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> no. it makes the the things go down easier sometimes yeah um, sometimes and this this week we're actually doing a bit of a special episode because love of everyone's life the amazing betty white Passed away on uh, December 31st, but it was yeah. her 100th birthday. I think it's today it when we were today. Uh, today. It's actually today. January 17th. So we're recording on the 17th and uh, on her, yeah, she died yeah, how many days birthday. before? Yeah, almost. Uh, well, 17, 17, 17, 18, because yeah. she died on, yeah. God, she really went out, you know, in style. With a bang. Yeah. In style. Yeah. She's like, I'm done with this year. I love <laughs> Don't I'm dying on your <laughs> God bless her. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. She's a gem. She's obviously and she wasn't like, I'm gonna I'm gonna die on a day that nobody'll remember. She's like, I'm gonna die on New Year's Eve, so everyone forever yeah. will be able to say uh and didn't make it to a hundred. That's so I yeah. Yeah. You know what I think happened, and I'm fully blaming this on People magazine. Yes. They released her a hundredth episode or her sorry, her hundredth birthday ad- issue yeah you know three weeks before her actual birthday and they completely yes. did it and i think she was like haha fuck you and died. <laughs> <laughs> like, which is like she was the funniest person alive. like that is so funny that that's she's like so oh funny. actually i'm gonna die before this whole issue Released. Yes. So, yes. Like, yes. On you, losers. <laughs> <laughs> hey people magazine you don't get to choose when people live till how about that yeah yeah <laughs> I love it. I love it. What a badass. Um, genius. Yeah. And one of the big things she's, uh, uh, was told everybody to do was to donate to, uh, your favorite animal charity on, uh, on her birthday. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I've already heard like, even just like Cochrane Humane Society, they were getting donations like right after she died in her name. So I think today, oh. I think it's going to raise like, I'm, like hundreds of thousands of dollars in North America for like um I'd say no, I bet you millions. I'd say millions. Yeah, yeah, like people are really running with this and it's really great. Like the legacy she had with with animals and she was such an advocate and I think she's just going to raise a trillion dollars. Her and Bo- Bob Barker's up there smiling somewhere too. He's like <laughs> <laughs> Did he die? Of course he died. I'm pretty yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why <laughs> That's why yeah. we have Drew Carey with hair now. Um, yeah. Doing prices right. 
Yeah, uh, Drew Carey. Ugh. Yeah, what is that? I haven't. I was never able to continue watching it after Drew you Carey. You know what? No. Hey, and I was a huge Drew Carey fan show. Uh, yeah, fan. I do too. I love Drew Carey. Yeah. Yeah. Since being at home and you know having prices right on in the background while I'm. Mm. Working, um, I've really grown to like Drew Carey hosting. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't know. I love him on it though. And I was like, you guys, I was like, no, it's not the same, but I don't know. He grew on me. Well, I it's like more that he like lost a bunch of weight, got hair transplant. Oh yeah. It's like he just, I was like, oh no, all the funny things about him are not. Do you know what anymore. though? And people beg on people for doing this. I know. I, my first million I'm. I'm not even get that. I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not even gonna get lipro. Uh, the lipro sap. What's the one where they give you the stomach cut in half thing? The oh, last... liposuction. Liposuction. No. Oh, the oh, microscopic. It's oh, like yeah, yeah. The band on your stomach, and then it's like oh well, yeah. I won't even go that route. I will be like, stick a hose in me and suck it out. I'll be like, <laughs> like the second, the second I have money. Oh, I yeah. will be, and I will spit in everyone's direction. Yeah, <laughs> we're all going to Turkey for cheap life. <laughs> like everyone, yes. like I, I know people like make fun of like Elon Musk too. They're like, oh yeah, he didn't look like that when he wasn't a billionaire. You're like, of course he didn't. Yeah, Wait, he, got he doesn't look that good and- now. He fixed his what teeth. What did he look like before? Oh god. Oh yeah, okay. he just fixed his teeth and got hair transplants. But I was like, people like bag on him for it. And they're like, oh yeah, yes. sell out. He's like, to who and to what? He's like, I yeah. literally own everything. Yeah, he's like, I invented the world. So. I invented space. <laughs> <laughs> I invented space. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he did. He did. Uh, but back to Betty White. Uh, so we yes. we decided um, we'd pair it uh, with a few things. Uh, number one being her favorite drink which mm-hmm. is vodka with a splash of citrus or a slice of lemon apparently yeah. like vodka on the rocks just with just vodka on ice which how badass that that? So- <laughs> she's like they're like with what she's like put a lemon in it if that'll make you feel- <laughs> like fancy it up a little amazing yeah <laughs> she's also a big fan of hot dogs i found out as well so really yeah yeah, that's hot what I. And... Yeah, I heard that. Like her favorite meal was like hot dogs or like something weird. Like it was like bologna and peanut butter sandwich or something. So like you wouldn't think she would live to be a hundred, right? <laughs> On that diet, <laughs> like El- like some sort of Elvis ass thing, just like peanut butter and yeah, banana sandwich. Yeah, it was something yeah. weird. Yeah, that's Which not is- a weird thing though. Pe- peanut butter and banana sandwiches, is it? Oh, well, bologna and that, peanut butter is pretty fucking weird. That's weird. Yeah, they, that's that may weird. not be the actual thing. I just <laughs> it was something strange, right? Yeah. Um, do you want me to go into? I've done a little research. Oh yeah, hit uh, us that sweet, sweet research. Yeah, I love it. Research on uh, her. I'm gonna do just her uh, everyday life. I'm not gonna touch on her career. Just gonna introduce you to to Betty Marion White. And that is her real name. Betty is not a like derivative of like Elizabeth. Her real name is Betty. I love that. I love when parents make that choice. Yeah, because they're just like, no, we want people to call you Betty. Yeah, not. We don't want them to call you Elizabeth or Lizzie or. Uh, She was born January seventeenth, nineteen twenty-two, in Oak Park, Illinois. One hundred years ago today. One hundred years ago. 
she was an only child and they moved from Oak Park, Illinois to L- Los Angeles, LA when her family with her family sir when she was 2 years old. So she's pretty much lived in the Los Angeles lifestyle since she was born. Which is another thing, and I'll, I promise I'll stop saying I love everything. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. Because there's just not a, there's not very many, like, um, uh, born and raised Los Angeles, uh, you know, people born and raised Yeah, Los well, Angeles. she technically wasn't born, I guess, but yeah, she's raised. Raised, like, raised since LA. two? Like, she's like an original, yeah. uh, what do you call those? An Angelesian? An Angelosian? I have Ooh. no idea. <laughs> yeah, what do you call, like, someone from L.A.? A Laker. Laker. Yeah, dynamite, hundred <laughs> percent. That's their basketball team. Dodger. A Dodger. She's a Laker girl. Uh, Charger. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, they're the who the hell are the Charger? I don't even. Oh. Know. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Neither here nor there. <laughs> her father was a salesman, so uh, that's a good education, I guess. And she was originally interested in becoming a forest ranger. But back then, women were not allowed to work as rangers. So instead, she just attended and graduated from Beverly Hills High School. And she graduated in 1939. Beverly Hills High School is like 90210 High School, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have to be rich together? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's the only high school in all of Los Angeles that I Probably. ever knew. <laughs> and as much as uh, I like, I think it's terrible that she couldn't be a forest ranger. Imagine she was a forest ranger. I know this. And then we didn't get that. Betty White. Yeah. The star. Thank you, patriarchy. <laughs> Thank you. But that is ridiculous that she couldn't do that. Yeah. So. 1939 she graduates what happens well eventually the americans decide to join the world war ii world war later not in 1939 but anyway she volunteered during that time and she was driving a px truck of military supplies to the hollywood hills so still staying in in los angeles but you know she's a truck driver essentially she's uh, so badass every yeah everything she does is so cool i know yeah she uh, met her first husband. That's right. First husband. Ooh. Uh, Dick Barker. S- speaking of uh, Barker. Um, what's his name? <laughs> oh, Bob. Bob, Bob Barker. Sorry. I don't know. Probably not. Uh, he... <laughs> uh, he... They moved to oh, back to uh, his hometown or his home in ohio and he had a chicken farm and that's what he wanted miss miss white to work at and obviously she did not enjoy working at a chicken farm so they moved back to la and divorced within the year in 1947 she married the hollywood talent agent lane allen uh, but he wanted children and she wanted to focus on her career so they divorced in 1949. I'm Love not going to judge. It. I'm not going to judge Betty White, but she may have missed a little bit of that communication thing. Or maybe she told him and they, they both men were not listening. She did not want to be a chicken farmer. And she did not want to uh, have kids and leave her career. But yeah. Right. Anyways. And that would have been very so, like yes. um, frowned upon by everyone. Oh, totally. Not wanting to, like, Absolutely. You know, 
sit on a farm and just do her husband's work or just like have yeah. not have Throw kids out children's out of yeah. Vagina. Yeah. Like, oh my god yeah yeah so they divorced in 1949 and it wasn't until 1963 well a guest on the uh game show password Woohoo! Never, yes. never seen uh she met her third and final husband uh <laughs> alan ludden yes and they yeah. were married for 20 years before he passed away of stomach cancer in 1981 she was close to his three kids from a previous marriage their mom had died and uh but she never had any of her own and she never publicly dated after he passed away i know i know. i like think that's the sweetest thing because she was like no i met my guy and he's gone and that sucks. yeah yeah um, i didn't know about the previous two marriages though yeah i didn't, I didn't know either i didn't realize she was married before that, that was a quick that was like four years of two marriages so no wonder so, she took the 50s I guess that's off what people did like that's what oh totally like how do you, you, didn't, you just like you didn't meet somebody date. get married right away yeah yeah because you didn't you didn't date because then you couldn't have sex uh, oh yeah that's right theory. So can you, imagine you couldn't have sex out- and you couldn't be a forest ranger. God damn it. Can you imagine finding out someone uh, is bad at sex after like, <laughs> oh, I know. like spending a hundred thousand dollars on a wedding <laughs> or ha- has like a micro penis or doesn't like sex. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. A micro penis. <laughs> um, she was a member of the unity church. And I know this is, we shouldn't talk about this, but I like to talk about this. She actually did have cosmetic surgery. She had her eyes done in 1976, but she has not had any other work done since. Oh so, my God. Yeah. So she just looked uh, fucking amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And also the, a reason people get their eyes done is because they have the hooded eyes. I have actually quite a few family members who had to get the, their eyes done because they're like, basically your eye flaps just like grow into your eyes. <laughs> yeah right. yeah and like it gets all puffy and yeah it's and you can't see as well so yeah because all that whatever the car, not cartilage but your skin gets all starts to die oh oh really uh well or no you lose your elasticity i think right oh you lose yeah your skin. i was like you got yeah, not, so, i was like it's not dead it's not dead no sorry it's not dead i'm sorry that's a different thing uh, her charity work, she worked at the L.A. Zoo in the Morris Animal Foundation for more than 40 years. In 1955, she was the honorary mayor of Los Angeles. What the fuck? So she's been a bad, like, she's been, like, super cool since way back before. She was an advocate, like we talked about, for animal rights. Also, uh, during her show, which I did not know, she had the Betty White show. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, she yeah. was one of the first female hosts ever. Yeah. And because this was during Jim Crow, uh, Southern state audiences asked her to remove Arthur Duncan because he was black. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was a dancer on the show. Yeah, and she refused saying, he stays, live with it. And then, unfortunately, the show got canceled, so that sucks. But uh, she's also a supporter and advocate for LGBT rights. I don't want to add all the other things because I don't know. Two, there is a lot of things. Two Q plus. Yes. So <laughs> I don't, but I don't know if she might not have been. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure she was, <laughs> she was anti. Uh, 
she was actually yeah she didn't like two yeah whatever that one is um i think it means two spirit is that right it does yeah two spirit yeah yeah uh, was awarded the American Veterinary Medical Association uh, Humane Award in 1987. In 2006, she was named by the city of LA as the ambassador to the animals at their zoo. Aww. And in 2010, she was rewarded as an honorary park ranger with the USDA Forest Service. Oh, it all came full circle. It, it came full circle. So, um, and like we said, she passed away at age 99, December 31st, in her West LA Brentwood home. Oh my God. So that also, do you life. know what I love? That's a big life. Mm hmm. And we didn't even touch on her career. Like, that's no. That's un, like, he, here's the thing, too, that I sort of I. I love about like people who are famous just with fame and money brings the ability to just do all the things you wanted to do. Yeah. You know, when some like celebrities are just like, yeah, I'm a race car driver now. You're like, Oh really? <laughs> like, yeah, I just wanted to be a race car driver. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like, oh, crazy. You're like, Oh yeah. I own a horse sanctuary. You're like, do you? <laughs> like, I had a whole airplane hangar with 50 planes. You're like, like why? <laughs> I had when I was little. <laughs> <laughs> uh lena do you want to talk to about her actual career yeah yeah i think yeah and i think you definitely touched on some of the important things there too i think she got into radio um like right out of high school you said she graduated in 1939 yeah yeah um yeah i think she was um pretty much in radio like right away she starred on a show called Hollywood on television in 1949. So that was actually on TV. Um, and then she started hosting it herself in 1952. And that was because they didn't like record things. That was five, five and a half hours a day live six days a week that she hosted. Oh, which is shit. insane, right? Holy like shit. all the prep and all the actually hosting it. So I mean, she would have been like ran off her ass. Yeah. <laughs> so what came off of I think part of this was she did these skit uh did these skits. And what came of that was this show called Life with Elizabeth, which like was her first like kind of sitcom-y show, which ran for two years. Um, and then of course the Betty White show from 52 to 54, when Carly mentioned it was canceled after she famously said, you know live with it about arthur duncan yeah because it was a variety show right he was a tap dancer. yeah like so yeah so I, I think it was a talk show i'm gonna oh, have to okay. see if this is on like youtube yeah but oh. you could go back and watch some episodes yeah because it would be interesting but yeah he was a dancer on the show and would like you know they'd have a conversation and and all that a big thing that she loved and i also love i think we all love our game shows Oh. So she was on Password and Pyramid, like you said, where she met her husband. Uh, yeah, she was kind of the, like, either, I feel like the game show era is, uh, back then was similar to almost like the panel show era that is um, in the UK right now. Like, everything is a panel show in the UK. Right. Well, also yeah. now game shows are way back in North America. Yeah, they're coming yeah, back. Yeah, they're all coming. Yeah, Every coming. celebrity is on 
every like, like, yeah. used to be like well it used to be like, like, squares and all that kind of stuff yeah now it's like shazam and all manner of nonsense yeah now there's so many I say, but <laughs> yeah so that's resurgent resurging resurging yeah, it is yeah and she was huge and she really um liked those and i guess it, later in her life she was really into scrabble like she'd have like she'd play scrabble a lot with her friends so oh, she cool. really just like games like she was someone mm. you'd probably want to like have at a party yeah, <laughs> yeah. multiple reasons have a vodka with red yeah, vodka. have a goddamn vodka with um so that was the 60s um the 70s she was on mary tyler moore show which is really cool yeah very funny show and very i mean that's an iconic show she played uh sue ann nivens who um betty described herself as the neighborhood nymphomaniac (laughs) (laughs) i think she was the happy homemaker that was like her i think she had a show like sue ann nivens was like a had a show or something yeah 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 um so that was really popular and that's uh you know yeah i didn't actually know she was on the mary tyler moore show until we started doing research for this yeah i don't think she was on the whole time i think she might have been added later on but um yeah that i mean that's you know that's like an iconic, iconic. Yeah. yeah yeah and she's remained friends with you know mary tyler moore um okay so now we're into the golden girls era which right. is all where we would really know her from yes you yeah. know born in the 80s our parents all watched the golden girls it was on our tvs and she of course played the hilarious, stupid Rose Nyland <laughs> from St. Olaf, Minnesota. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and she was just, she was so sweet. It was such a different, it was such a different character from what she was previously known at, like, for for playing Sue Ann Nivens. Like, yeah, because didn't she get... sweet and innocent. Like, she really was stupid. She was, like, dumb blonde, <laughs> very sweet. And she would just drive the girls crazy. And that was an extremely popular show. Didn't she get originally um, uh, cast as Rose, I think? Um, oh, no, no, no. So she was, she played Rose. So yeah. she was cast as, or she she was reading oh, sorry. part of Blanche. That's like, right, Blanche. She was like the yeah. slut. But she thought yeah. that was too close to to her previous role on Mary Tyler Moore. Right? Yeah. Because then she'd be playing like two sex crazed maniacs. Yeah. So so she, um, I guess, read for Rose. And they, I mean, obviously she's perfect. Yes. Is that, and all those ladies just, you know, they're, um, what's it, camaraderie? Is that? Yeah. Like the way they watch each other. I mean, it's just, the the show is perfect. The show is perfect. And it was sort of unassuming as well. Like you, like it was the, I think the premise of that show, if you would just have explained it to people, you would never have fathomed the wild success it had. Because when you're just, because you're just like, okay, so it's four uh, ladies in their 50s and 60s who all move in together and they're kind of just experiencing like single lady life in their 50s and 60s. Yeah. 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 I mean, that sounds kind of boring. Yeah. You were like, oh. Gross. But it was quite progressive. Like they had their, like yeah. I didn't realize I'm only re- like I watched it back in the day, but I just restarted watching it. And you know their cook is gay. There's like a lot of things that they cover. Yeah, yeah. There's a few episodes. Well, they deal with like homelessness, which was not really talked about. Racism. Mm. 
Blanche, the sex crazed one, her <laughs> yeah. brother is gay and comes out. Right. And right. she has to deal with that. It was very progressive for its time because, I mean, these episodes were airing in like 87, 88. I, I can't actually remember when the show started, but um, it was just unheard of, kind yeah. of. <laughs> well, there was a lot of things like that. There was <clears throat> There were a couple shows of its time that were like, could stand up now, but not a yeah. lot. Right. No. You put a lot a lot of the TVs that was airing in the eighties and early nineties on, you'd hear some pretty homophobic racist comments made. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you would hear some pretty wild stuff and pretty misogynistic. Like everything was still really like, oh, this is a husband and wife, and this is what the wife does, and this is what the husband does. Everything was really and they kind of bred they were one of the first shows to be like, this is a show about four women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you were well, like, I mean, even like things like How I Met Your Mother hasn't aged well. And that was only like, what, 10 years ago, if that? Mm-hmm. Dude, Friends hasn't aged well. No. Like, I go back no, and watch. there's tons of like cringy. <laughs> there's a lot of cringy moments. And I, I go back and watch it and I love it because it's like, oh, yeah, I like really uh, reminisce about this. Really like, uh, you know, a lot of moments where I'm like, oh, I remember where I was and who I was at that time. But then I'm like mm-hmm. listening to some of the uh, the the commentary during the show, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> and it's all very unrealistic. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. actually, the you know the premise of the Golden Girls was kind of realistic. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you you could imagine like yeah like one one lady lost her husband one lady was getting too old one lady was you know yeah, yeah. like they all moved one into, was divorced one was divorced they, yeah. Um, yeah it was pretty that that is a realistic scenario that you know four women would you know get together and yeah split a house split a house yep in, in Florida I mean I could only wish for that I hope we live I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. So so yeah, um the first episode was September 14th, 1985. Oh, okay, 85. Oh, right. Okay. We were not born. Yet. We were not born. Well, Car- Carly I was a year old. Older. You young <laughs> Oh my god. You're younger than Golden Girls. <laughs> By one year. Oh, yeah, I don't know how I hang out with you guys. There's yeah. no reference points. right how are we even doing um so it it, uh it was on air until may 9th 1992 so it was a seven seven years yeah it was and um betty white was the oldest right uh of the actresses oh i believe b arthur yeah i think it was um, dorothy because estelle gray was actually younger yeah. Yeah, she was younger than B. Arthur. Everybody, I think. Yeah. She's younger than yeah. everyone. <laughs> I think so. Uh, and she, she and I always thought Betty White was the youngest. No, she died first, uh uh Estelle. Estelle Getty, yeah. Getty. Oh, did she? Yeah. 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 yeah, which was yeah, I think shocking. And then because everybody thought she was way older too, and then she died first. Everyone was like, Oh yeah, you're yeah. Like, actually the one of the youngest. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that was such oh, it was such a good show. And I think that made her like super famous. Yep. I think that was kind of the show that everyone remembers her from Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There was a spin-off called Golden Palace, if anyone ever That was really short-lived. It was after Dorothy leaves the show at the end of the series of Golden yeah. Girls and then the other three 
buy like a hotel or bed and breakfast or something. And it just oh. wasn't as successful. So we'll just forget that that existed. <laughs> That's fair. I don't That's think fair. it was very good. <laughs> it is it is funny though like you know you want to capitalize on that success but it goes to show you that just like sometimes the magic of something just can't be recreated yeah yeah totally. yeah because the like don't like, worry though hollywood is really trying to do that at all oh times god it's like hey i'm wait. surprised there hasn't been a, a re- redone golden girls with like a darker turn Ooh, i'd watch that well, Canadian television does it too, though. They're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Like, hey, how about Anne of Green Gables d- goes to With the market? an E? Yeah, or yeah, Hans in Spain. Quarter Gas. Yeah. Let's put Quarter Gas as animated. Yeah, how about what? Yeah. Did you guys like it when it was real? But what if it wasn't? <laughs> I know. It's... They're like Trailer Park Boys. Do you want seven movies? You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah letter there's... kenny the mini episodes um <laughs> yeah there's just so much you know once you find success it's like uh, they want to keep get, yeah they'll to you try over anything over right just to keep yeah going, but that um was not one of them no <laughs> the golden was, neither was greece too i don't know why that popped into my head <laughs> michelle favor yeah yeah it was uh, or Teen Wolf two. Stop making twos. Yeah, we don't make any twos. <laughs> um, so that kind of concludes the Golden Girls. Right. Um, and then I think from there, uh, Betty kind of she was on like, sh- like guest she guest starred on like um like a ton of TV. So she was just kind of working. She wasn't really like super famous still. Like she, she, sorry, mm-hmm. she's always been famous, but you know what I mean. Like her career was kind of like you know an episode of Boston Legal here. Yeah, she was on right. like The Bold yeah. and Beautiful. Like she guest starred on that. There's nothing like super crazy. And then she was on. Um... Do you guys remember that Snickers commercial? Yes. No. Um, that aired at the Super one of the Super Bowls. I can't remember the year. I could look it up, but and then she kind of made a comeback from that and then she was on the proposal with ryan reynolds and sandra bullock right. and then that got her the part on hot in cleveland which was kind of like her last big role right she was on how many years was she on hot in cleveland for like quite a few like yeah how, i think that was six seasons of that show um oh, wow. and she was only supposed to be on the first episode really yeah but yeah. she they loved her so much and she loved doing it that she um she stayed the whole series and she had cool. I mean, she had like Carl Reiner guest star. She had like William Shatner, Mary Tyler Moore, like all these people that like yeah. friends that um probably also never guess. Yeah, like probably never yeah. would have given that show really a second time thought. of day. I mean, it was an awesome yeah. show, but I never saw it. Even though I really like Wendy Malick, I from just oh my god, you would this show is so funny. Wendy Malick is actually hysterical in it <laughs> yeah you need to watch it all right well yeah that was kind of and she made like this huge she just blew up like after all that and she was like in her in her 80s or that like late 80s at that point right and um Can and then she hosted snl oh wow when yeah. she was 89 almost 89 holy shit and that was just she actually turned it down three times before that and then she decided to do it because there was this Facebook um, petition to get her to host. <laughs> and it's Aww. honestly one of the funniest episodes of SNL. 
you just can't even believe that she's almost 90 years old and she does that live. But she's been used to, you know, she's, she always did live TV. Well, that's like, that's something that I just, uh, am absolutely astounded by was her ability to just like keep working in that, at that age, because it's, you don't know how hard it is to take back like four pages of dialogue. Like, right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, to be yeah. acting at that age, like, it's a lot, like, to remember, just remembering-wise. Like, your brain starts to go. Like, I I can't imagine being 80 and being, like, you know, just being like, hey, oh, uh, and uh, let's shoot Betty scene. And she's just there, like, <laughs> like, cranking out pages of dialogue. Like, that's incredible to me. That's, or, she must have been a very healthy person. Yeah. Like, yeah. Her mind was, like, fully there. Yeah. Um, one of the honorable, honorable mentions, can I give an honorable mention of a show that she was on? Yeah. Uh, my, my favorite, uh, 30 Rock. So, uh, Tracy Jordan, who was played by Tracy Morgan. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> is, uh, kind of like a celebrity. He's basically plays himself on an SNL like show. Uh, and he phones Betty White because two people have died because it's the rule of of three and so she he phones her and she says wait a minute are you calling because the pac-man guy and jugbert cody died is this a rule of threes call (laughs) and then she says nice try jordan but i'm gonna be at your funeral i will bury you so which is my favorite fucking thing ever oh Uh, yeah that was so good which is like she's like literally on like every she guessed it on like every show i sort of got there's something about i love an unassuming dim-witted character Mm -hmm. that just meanders through life like like just like the character she played you know what i mean there is something that nothing's funnier to me i'm realizing this now is like i try to like figure out what's funny to me it's when it's dumb on dumb makes me laugh <laughs> so hard. Yeah. Like what it's just like, I don't know, you know, like Phoebe on friends or, you know what I mean? Like the character who's just like, I don't know. <laughs> like <that's, laughs> She was always, she was never harsh. She was never, she always played people that were just like, well, that's not true. She played a lot of different roles. She, she it was even funnier when she played a mean person. Yeah, isn't wasn't her big break too in 1999's classic Lake Placid? You know where there was like oh a crocodile gosh, living yeah, in the lake, in and I think she was I think she was feeding the crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doesn't she get eaten? Oh, I don't know. Oh no. Okay, I might have made that up. That's she might have been. A lot of people got eaten in that classic film. Yeah, that's funny because my. Yeah, I've got to rewatch that. My dad lives, his address is Lake Placid. <laughs> oh! <laughs> kind of funny. We always made fun of that. That's awesome. Yeah, she was uh, She yeah. was iconic. I, I, I try to, like, figure out what it is about her that was just so beloved. But just hearing you guys talk about her life and her, like, there's no top ten facts about Betty White or, like, moments why we I was you know everything I was looking up was just like moments why we loved Betty White I think you guys covered a lot of it I think the real she was sort of relentless she just kept coming she was like she never stopped trying she was she was uh she paved the way for a lot of things and a lot of people like Mm -hmm. you know even in her early life like talking about wanting to be a, a park ranger and not being happy in her marriages and being like fuck this I'm out yeah. babe yeah. like 
not wanting yeah. kids and like that's those were really like big bold decisions in that time I think that's kind of what yeah always comes across from her is that that um and the fact that she would swear or she would you yeah. know like or playing like, a nymphomaniac just the sex yeah like she didn't home. she she didn't fit type I think which is very admirable ad, admirable yeah. or like very appealing I guess yeah, she played and and just never stopped and was like the more she did, the more she was loved. Like how many people, like you know, movie stars or celebrities or stuff, that can you you can say that about where every choice in their career made them more beloved? Like Lena even mentioned yeah. a Snickers commercial that was like <laughs> yeah, one of the so biggest. Funny, it was so funny. <laughs> She's being remembered from commercials. Like that's you yeah. know. Yeah, she, like, she did everything, and everything she did was great. Yeah, like, I wonder, like... Except for the Golden Palace. Except for Golden Palace. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it had its moments, but no, what? nothing can replace the Golden Palace. And she remained kind and herself and, you know, like, throughout that entire process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boy. Uh, we were talking about, to, before, the things that she loved, because uh, we were talking about, obviously, she loved vodka. Uh, the other things that she that were her favorites were hot dogs, French fries, and red licorice. Mm. Breakfast of champions. Breakfast of champions. Because I, 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 I think I read she couldn't cook, and I like that. <laughs> I love that too. Yeah, she was. Cool. I always How aspired to not want to like cook. Nineteen, <laughs> but then. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. Yeah. How were you? How were you? You're born in like. So you know, in that time when that was born in 1922 as a woman, and you can't cook. (laughs) I mean, that's amazing. I know you can. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You never learned to cook. I love it. She was like, "Fuck it." Also, you know what? My grandmother loved hot dogs, and she was my grandma was a great cook. But she'd always be like, she'd always say to me, "Where do you think we could get a good hot dog?" Yeah, and I don't know why she must have just loved like an event where you could get a hot dog at. I don't know where it stemmed from, but I can remember always saying like, "Can we get a whistle dog?" And I was like, "I don't think A and (laughs) W has whistle dogs anymore, but we can certainly try." We can ask. (laughs) I do like I I I mean I think everyone likes a good. I love a hot dog once in a while. Yeah. Do you do you know what I love more than anything? Like I know there's all these fancy hot dog places now where you can get like fried egg and captain crunch oh, yeah, and yeah. peanut butter and yeah, all this shit no do you know what i like absolutely love is just like a plain ass boiled hot dog from a stadium yes on a mm-hmm. shitty white bun yeah. with yeah. ketchup and onion and a Ooh, little onion. but sometimes yeah. honestly oh. just ketchup just ketchup yeah. on that dog i do like ketchup and mustard but you know so yeah. i'm a i'm a ketchup relish and mustard girl i love relish you know what here's what i'm hearing hot dogs are good with everything <laughs> yeah they're so you good. used to throw them in your craft dinner uh yeah that, that oh god i'm craving a hot dog oh god actually where can you get a good hot dog <laughs> well, honestly or, right now <laughs> orange julius or like uh if you're one of the that's, you, oh yeah orange julius. that's I used to make the hot dogs at Orange Julius when I worked there. Oh, I worked there. Hero. You could go that to That steam 11. drawer was pretty, pretty dangerous, though, where they yeah, kept they, the hot dogs. They're just being steamed in there. Yeah. It's yeah. very dangerous. 
when we're allowed to go back to like stadium activities like we are now oh. it's 50 percent, and it's like you have to enter a lottery to get tickets it's like a whole thing yeah. uh i can't wait to just have a regular ass hot dog oh, i know that was the best thing when i used to be going to like the vancouver connects games on like a very regular basis first thing get your hot dog get yep. your dog that's right sit down eat that motherfucker it's you're so happy with a hot dog and a beer Betty enjoyed yeah. hot dog in a in a vodka and a vodka. Yeah, gotta respect that. I'll try it out. So I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> check it out. So I know Lena was going to talk a little bit about uh, that. She just liked vodka on the rocks. Uh, I did find another little recipe here though too. Oh, um, cool. If you wanted to have the Golden Girls Betty White cocktail. Ooh. Oh, so this is just a little add-in here. Uh, it is the uh, it is vodka and limoncello essentially. Because, oh, makes sense. Because B- Betty liked mm-hmm. it. She said she liked hot dog, French fries, red licorice, and vodka with lots of lemon. Um, ah, okay. So this is just a. They kind of tried to make this a uh, a cocktail instead of just drinking straight vodka. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so obviously this is like uh, you use half a cup of limoncello, half a cup of vodka, ice, and just lemon to gar- garnish, and you just put it into a vodka sh- or to a shaker, shake that bitch up, and pour it into two glasses and add ice. That nice. sounds like Betty would love that shit. So <laughs> awesome! Well, I think um, Lena's got some fun stuff for us about vodka. Uh, in case you were wondering, yay! It's very fun things. <laughs> The term vodka comes from the Slavic word for water. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's absolutely not water. That is so apt. (laughs) Yeah. It was born in Eastern Europe, which I think we all know. Yeah. Those Eastern Europeans love their vodka. It used to be used medicinally, and apparently it still can be. Um, Of course. Of course. Of course it used to be used, and then... Uh, but they say, like, in this day and age, they said, yeah, it could be used for, like, disinfecting stuff or preventing poison ivy, apparently. Oh, my mother just thinks it's a cure for a uh, uh, bad time. She's like, hey, have you tried having, have you tried having a vodka? Like, always makes me feel right? better. <laughs> yeah, any kind of, like, pain, I mean, it's probably going to relieve your pain. I mean, it'll make yeah. you feel worse later on later. the next day, but, I mean, at the time, it might help you. It would. There's not really a lot to say about vodka. Hey, but did you know this? I could. I. Yeah, I have a few little. Yeah. I feel a little yeah. ins to make. Hit, hit us up with. <laughs> you know, vodka wasn't <laughs> always flavorless, bitches. Did you know that? Oh. Um, no. What did it taste like? Uh, so even if dis- uh, distillation likely came to Europe around the eighth century, uh, obtaining high-proof alcohol from a base like wine or beer was still of a bit of a rougher business. So since impurities were more often left behind, the producers uh, would mask them with spices and fruits. So mm. like they pretty much were producing shit vodka that they couldn't make taste good. So they would have just, right. just huck some pepper in there or whatever. Right. <laughs> now we all have all those Smirnoff, Smirnoff pepper. Yeah. So now the um the flavorless flavor the flavorless flavor is on yeah. purpose. Oh yeah. So the coffee or the column still. So I guess that's what the what it's called that you brew the vodka in. 
uh, right. is what we have to thank mostly for the mass-produced vod- flavor flavorless vodka out there because columns still run continuously. It's called a continuous yeah. still, and it helps keep the alcohol moving through the system, being stripped of impurities. Uh, but also oh. con- uh, con- it conjures up that flavor. So I like kind of a... So the vodka is distilled a minimum of three times, uh, and it is charcoal filtered. So as is everything at the moment. Fuck. Is it? Everything? Yeah. Well, they they're like put charcoal on your teeth. Put charcoal. On yeah. Your yeah. Take charcoal pills. Oh, yeah. and never be sick again. Like where did this come from? <laughs> and all of a sudden, vodka. Apparently, it came from vodka. So well, there we go. So it's, yeah. it's the fact that it's been distilled so many times that it's often uh, uh, attributed to being flavorless, but it's so right. on. It, the flavorless has a flavor. Yeah, it's like, and it's also, I guess, because that makes it quite clear. <laughs> What's that? It, and that's I assume why it's like very it's clear, right? It's yeah, it's 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 it runs through that still because it's been it filtered, yeah. filters like three times. So you're basically any impurity that's in there is being taken out of it and it used to be from potatoes but i hear it's not that anymore uh, is that correct well, yeah that is know? correct most vodka is not made from potatoes uh in fact it wasn't even originally made from potatoes <gasps> yep oh my potatoes god potatoes didn't make it into the uh, continent until the 16th century when the spanish uh uh crusaders brought them back from Peru. Potatoes haven't even been proven as a viable source of, had not even been proven as a viable source of production. Huh. Yeah. But what you really need to know is vodka is uh, more often a sugar source. More modern is grain-based, but is made, uh, ooh, but it can be made from grapes, even milk whey. Uh, Ooh. It can like mm. it's, it's almost like you just let anything rot and then distill <laughs> and then it. it. <laughs> you know, it's like let anything you want rot and then distill it until it doesn't have a flavor, and that's vodka. Right. <laughs> Interesting. I can't believe it. But the we were lied to about potatoes, but that makes sense. Yeah, they didn't have potatoes way so back. Vodka's in the been day. around for you know longer than Betty White. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Since the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing that's been all that all is older than Betty White is vodka, right? Yeah, <laughs> which makes oh, sense. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, so vodka is actually you're supposed to serve it cold. Which I, I guess do. yeah, a lot of people keep vodka in their fridge. I do keep vodka yeah, in I like do. a beer fridge or the freezer. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's, uh, and that reason is because it's, vodka has a heat to it. It is distilled to a minimum of 40%, but often higher, or often higher, but when taken to cold, that heat is tamed a bit. And, um, so is the viscosity and the richness of the spirit. So it actually tastes better when it's cold. And, and often, and it. And it sort of like produces a heat. So if you're pouring warm vodka on ice, it's probably warmer than any other Ew. liquor. Right. Could you imagine? I mean, like, so when you do, t- not that we do this, but in Russia, I know you have table vodka. So I wonder if that's like a cooled, like it's in the fr- from the fridge and then you put the table vodka out. You know, as we would have table yeah. wine. 
Oh, yeah. I see. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, table <laughs> vodka. Yeah. So you just, then you just pour it. Like, it's just like a wine. You would just pour it into your glass. Just have that as your. Well, it is pretty cold in Russia, so. It is pretty cold. Maybe it's pretty cold in Canada, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe, maybe we should we need... just start doing as the Russians do. Yeah. <laughs> like keep our vodka in the snow. But yeah, keep our vodka in the snow. <laughs> and our fur on our heads. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, do you guys want to know a fun, uh, a to- uh, a, like there's a lot, quite a lot of etiquette behind toasting vodka in Russia. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. Okay, so when you drink vodka in Russia, you don't just drink the vodka, you toast. Then you drink, then you toast, then you drink again. And then <laughs> yeah, and the toasts are supposed to come in a very specific order. Back in the day, it was always to Stalin. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, the spirit- or probably before that to the Tsar, I would assume. Yeah, so it's always like to or the Tsar. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then, and then to the spirit, so to speak, of the, but so since the toasts have changed, but depending on where you're at or whom you toast first, second, third also matters. So oh. it's kind of a buzzkill, which <laughs> is what they're saying. It's all very like it's like political and uh, uh, in order and who's most important. So you're supposed interesting. To, you're oh like, yeah, I can see that that would be like if you were the last one. Yeah, you're like the last one to get toasted to. You'd be like right. Know. You're like so they're you're toasting to you're toasting to the leader. You're toasting to the spirit, whatever that person or is believed to be. And then you're mm-hmm. toasting to one another. Right. But it's all in order. So it's like three toasts. So you're like, you're doing like three shots, essentially. <laughs> the Russian What's the Russian cheers word? I can't remember right now. Uh, I know that Stravutsche is uh thank you. Ooh. <laughs> I just learned uh... it on Sex in the City, really. It's when Carrie dated that Russian and I was like, ooh, do it more to his stuff. Um, <laughs> do this Russian <laughs> yeah, let me see his sweet little body more <laughs> I did like him until they moved to Paris anyways don't worry about it don't worry. <laughs> that'll be the next episode where yeah. we discuss sex where we discuss and Brit- Brittany's British love, love. Yeah, oh my god uh, uh, yeah uh, it says Zaza, Zaza, oh god Zada Rovi Zaza... I'll have to talk to our Russian friend yeah, yeah, yeah. We well, cannot be. We cannot do this ourselves. Um, no. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, you guys. Well, uh, welcome uh, to the second season of the podcast. We're so mm-hmm. excited to be back. Thank you for letting us take a little much-needed break to rethink, sort, yes. and. Uh, get uh lena involved which we're excited about so uh yeah very excited big welcome my first and last episode (laughs) (laughs) um and we're awfully glad uh that you are uh you're still here with us so uh happy new year and uh head over to our website is www.lifepairingspodcast.com there's gonna be all kinds of new fun stuff up there uh, for you to check up with the addition of lena and uh, uh, you can hit up our Patreon if that so uh, interests you. And there's a little button on the right-hand side. Uh, you can click Patreon and that'll take you over. And, and maybe, Carly, you can tell us a little bit about the Patreon. 
Yeah, absolutely. There's also a link under the uh, in the show notes too to this, uh, and you can join. We have three different groups. Woo! We've got the right. Beer League, which is three dollars a month in Canadian. Uh, and that you get a monthly bonus episode. We've been doing different series. We just finished up a disaster series where we pair disasters with alcohol. Uh, before <laughs> that, we did. Deaf. It was a little toned up. Yeah, a little <laughs> toned up. But but we do love a disaster, so it was hear. very interesting. Yeah, yeah. interesting nonetheless. Uh, and uh, we've done the tragically hip. We've done summer series. So we'll be starting a new series this month in January. With obviously the addition of Lena now. Woo! Uh, right. For $7, you can join our cocktail hour, which includes the bonus episodes. Plus, you get a, a little mini episode once a month as well. Or if you want to be all fancy, you can join the wine club at $13.50 per month. Uh, that you get uh, the bonus, the mini, and every two months you get some merch. Woo! <laughs> uh, yeah, so look look forward to some uh, new fun stuff coming up here in the future. We're glad to have you back. Thank you for listening. And uh, we will catch you next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks, bye.